Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the bestdoorprods.com video games podcast. As always, I'm your host, Awake. Show me today we have Caveman. And me. <laughs> Hi. I guess Caveman fell in sl- I guess Caveman fell asleep. Uh, fucking disconnects. <laughs> I responded. I said hello. He was too deep in his cave. We couldn't hear him. <laughs> so, yeah. The internet's been moody. So, yeah, here talking about video games and stuff. A show that we do every two weeks and never have missed a week of doing it. You know, like last week. Not maybe. a single week ever at all, period. We well, are I, the I, bestest at video games. I wondered why you guys, you never posted one where I told you to go with that. I mean, you didn't have a cast, did you? We did not. <laughs> Uh, Maybe because I forgot to contact Caveman and I never heard back from him. So I was like, Ed, fuck it. Let's just, I'm, I need to sleep. There's nothing wrong with missing a few weeks. If it's just like, hey, we're here, we're tired, we didn't play anything. <laughs> okay, that's the podcast. Good night, everybody. Speaking of not playing anything, Alex. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I played stuff, but I played stuff, <laughs> nothing new. You know, I play. I I was away for a while, so I had to get out my handhelds, of which I don't have anything. I don't think I've bought a new handheld game in the last like six months. They haven't released a new handheld so, game in the last six months. No, 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 no. No, I mean, game, game, not handheld. I'm pretty sure they've released 3DS games in the last six months. I just haven't bought them. <laughs> uh, that I I kind of doubt that. At least a few, and I'm pretty. Sure I I bought a re-release that they did, so of that what? don't count. When it when it's my turn, I'll mention it. Oh, okay. So played some Pokemon Sun and Moon. I started a new game because I wanted to bring over. I wanted to reuse some of my older stuff from the last generation. You know, went through it. Spent about the. Two hours grinding an SOS battle. And then I killed it and I wasted two hours of my time. Cool. No, it was not cool at all. I was like trying very <laughs> hard not to scream not to scream in frustration. Because what's people say, hey, what's going on? It's my team. Uh currently I have a grass starter. I have um what's the grass starter from Gen seven? Uh, was it Decidui? Rowlet is the first form. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the last form. Decidui, okay, well, what, yes. Well, what, okay, whatever that's called. I have that. I have a Rhydon. I have Heracross. I have a Speed Boost Blaziken, which I don't really know where I got it from. I think I got it off the just a random trade because sometimes they're giving away good stuff. Uh, 
I don't know. The other, the other two spots I haven't quite filled up. I've just been rotating stuff. But uh, probably going to have Tyranitar because I always have Tyranitar for some reason ever since Gen 2. Dead, are you talking? Because I see your thing flashing and you're not saying anything. No, I'm not talking. I just have the, um, I just have the uh, sensitivity set so low that the sound of me breathing might occasionally get picked up. Ed, don't breathe. You're, Fuck d- you. you're dead. You don't need. You're dead. You don't need to breathe. I'll breathe as well as I damn want. I pay taxes. That's true. So anyway, did some uh, aloha. Made sure I did the hand thing right. You know, the hand gesture. Because I I said it when I first talked about this, but the, the beginning part of the game, they spent five minutes telling you in detail how to say alo- aloha. Not aloha, because, you know. It's not. It's it's not Hawaii. It's not Hawaii. Alola, yes. The Alola region. The Alola region, which is not Hawaii, like how uh, Gen Five was not New York, and yeah. Gen Six was not Paris. What if they were though? What if it was just like some fucking dingy fucking New York back alley with just a bunch of fucking Pikachu's in it? Well, no, that's the worst part. You do get the dingy New York back alleys where people try and rob you. <laughs> yeah, just just some dude in a fucking trench goes like, Hey, kid, you want to buy some fucking heels? Because TM's here that'll fucking jack your shit up. It's supposed to be these weird fucking five and a quarter inch floppy disks. Just chucks them at your Pokemon. Yeah, recent, recently I was, I was walking through the alleys of New York at like 4 a.m. and not a single person tried to mug me. I was... Kind of disappointed. Maybe they could smell the jersey on you. Which New York were you in? The the real New York. He was in the New York. Some- he, he was in the New York that knows that he's from Jersey. Yeah, they can tell. Yeah, they jersey. smell it on you. Yeah, they're like, ah, you smell, you smell like pollution and mutation. Don't want to catch whatever you have on you. Well, you smell like smog and failure. What are you from, Jersey? Yes, that's that's about right. And drugs. Don't forget the drugs. <laughs> and uh, too much hair dye. That's a different part of Jersey. Spray paint. I'm gonna say that's not from my Jersey. We don't we don't dye our hair. That here. is from the different well, one that is from the sequestered shore of Jersey. <laughs> also it was sequestered. They put a thin yeah, the it was also sequestered back in two thousand ten. Uh, nobody from the Jersey Shore is actually from Jersey. They're all tourists fence up so that no one from the Jersey Shore can migrate into the rest of Jersey because even the rest of Jersey is like we're too good for you. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No, I know I know one person who ever dyed their hair or at least dyed their hair like a color that's not a natural color. We all made fun of him for about 6 months until it went away. <laughs> he dyed his he dyed his hair pink. Uh, of course he did. And he thought it was cool. That's his prerogative. Let him do what we, he wants. We just laughed at him for six months. That is totally fair. Yeah. So, but I'm no, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure it's not the actual Paris because they have the Eiffel Tower, but it's not the Eiffel Tower. It's like you know, a bootleg Eiffel Tower. None of the yeah. none of them are the actual cities. They're Loose parallels. Yeah, it's New Donk City. Pretty much. Because the first four generations was just like, you know, 
other like various regions of Japan, and then I guess they got bored. Yeah, here's some, bull- yeah, here's some bullshit J- that kind of looks Japanese. And then you know what? Fuck it. Let's expand this shit out. You guys know New York? What if it was like not? What if it was the worst game in the franchise? Yeah, welcome to Numeray. Uh, you know, it's it's all international now. It's like how the anime was extremely Japanese for like the first season, and then it suddenly stopped because, like, you know, the, the overseas entertainers was like, "Can you make it more culturally neutral? Where your your Japaneseness is scaring our kids?" They're like, "Okay, you want some donuts?" <laughs> Yeah, they, they went. They went from like calling rice balls donuts to actually having donuts. Part that makes me the most annoyed. They look nothing like fucking donuts, dude. A donut comes with anything you want, man. Actually, there there is a donut that has like lots and lots of sprinkles on it that looks like rice. Yeah, you just don't have enough so imagination, you, bro. You can you can kind of sort of imagine it's a. Like you can kind of sort of imagine it's like the the weirdest donut you've ever seen of that variety, but it still pretty much looks like a rice ball. Yeah, it's from one That's of the. That's like editing a cigarette to look like a lollipop, but not editing out, editing out the smoke effect. <laughs> I should watch Thank You for Smoking again. Why? No, just just like what Gavin just said about like editing out a fucking cigarette. Like there was a whole plot line where William H Macy plays a fucking senator who wants to go back through every fucking historically relevant piece of media and replace cigarettes with something else. Oh, see, see the guy who wouldn't apologize for their cheese. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm so. Right. Yeah, like he, like he was like, "All right, guys, so here's my idea." Then he shows up all these like fucking famous pictures of people smoking and replaces it with like a fucking coffee cup, and it looks just fucking terrible. There was one parody where, like, it, it 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 was a cigarette that inexplicably turned into a lollipop when he pulled it out of his mouth, even though it was like literally a smoking cigarette. Yep. And it's just just like it's a lollipop. Look. Yeah, I vape. This lo- this lollipop is suboming. Yeah. Any of that means. I've been watching a lot of Let's Play videos lately from the McElroy brothers, and f- somehow that started to get me in. This somehow started to teach me some fucking vaping terminology. Just ripping, just ripping fucking cotton. I don't know. I was rejected from, uh, or they want to do some kind of st- study group they want to be to be a part of, except it's about cigarettes, and I'm like, I don't smoke. They're like, what? I'd smoke for money. <laughs> well, no, they wanted they wanted an experienced smoker, and I was just like... Yeah, I they mean, didn't want some fucking new bitch hanging out there just fucking yeah. hacking up a lung every time he takes a drag. I mean, like, I'd mean, like, I, I mean, like, I'd smoke a cigarette for $70, too. But, you know, they're just like, are you an experienced smoker? And I'm like, no, I don't never smoke a cigarette in my life. I kind of have a thing against smoking, actually. And they're like, oh, get out of here. No, what you should have done is lie and try to be super cool about it and just fuck up smoking a cigarette. Like, put it in backwards no, and try to light I know, the filter. I know what have you, yeah, I'd light the filter and then I'd, like, choke on it and they'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. Light the filter no. and then you'd choke on Okay. <laughs> either way, you'd, like, either way you would have gotten kicked out of the study, but at least you would have been kicked out for a funny reason. That's true. You make it memorable. It's like, yo, this one dude fucking tried to light a cigarette backwards. What a fucking dumbass. Or he's just drunk. Yeah, either way is a good option. It's a story. My friend who my friend who does smoke when he's really wasted, he can't, he always does that. 
I'm just like, you're trying to light the filter again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Uh, no, you're going to die someday. Yeah, I know. I don't care. How's to get my nicotine and cancer. That's what I said. I was like, so how's, how's your cancer coming? He's like, oh, it's coming good. It's yet to metastasize, but I'm getting close. <laughs> I can feel it growing in the lungs. Probably. Give him, a, give him another 30 years. It's like, hey, hey, check it out. You can feel my tumor. We yeah. are always so fucking off topic. <laughs> of course you fucking <laughs> are. It, it led into this conversation logically. Yeah. So Pokemans. So Pokemons. Oh yeah, they don't they don't they don't smoke in uh not Paris either. Surprising. I'm pretty I mean, sure I'm, there's at least one trainer who smokes. Really? I'm, really? I'm pretty sure it was edited out. I don't remember any cigarettes. I'm like, wow, it's Paris and there's not a haze of cigarette smoke all over the whole place. Yeah, just I am eating I'm eating a vaporizing candy stick. Then again, there weren't any guys in braids and striped shirts either, so maybe they just weren't following the stereotype. What, no baguettes? Uh, no, there were baguettes. There's always baguettes. Okay, good. Just There just wasn't the stereotypical beret, striped-shirted Frenchman smoking a cigarette. If there weren't baguettes, it wouldn't be Paris. No, 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 no. There were baguettes. I think you can even buy some, probably. Outstanding. Yes. Kills 50 HP. I don't think that's how baguettes work, but, you know. Eh, maybe it works that way in Paris. Just to know I've been stabbed. Here, eat a baguette. Yeah. Nah. Ow. Okay, your HP's back up. What? Just just, just roll with it. Okay, that's great. My HP's back up, but I'm still fucking bleeding. Ow. A knife hit my kidney. Oh, no, you're... Oh, like, man, you're playing on survival mode, aren't you? <laughs> Always got to make things hard for yourself. Fuck. Pokemon, right. Fuck. I keep forgetting what we're talking about. We're talking about Pokemon. And, uh, oh, that's what I Pokemon. <laughs> well, no, I haven't finished. I haven't finished the, I haven't finished <laughs> the game again yet. And I've already finished the game before. So, you know, it's, I, still uh, I mean, finished, uh, I still haven't finished, uh, sun and moon. What? Yeah, you I need just, to. So I, so I can like battle you to the death sort of. Hey, I'm, I am the, I am that guy who had a team so effective that he stopped participating in tournaments. You don't want to battle me. I mean, I'm probably going to lose, but I lose most of the battles anyway. Not probably. You just will. No, that's what we need to do. We need to fucking get you guys mic'd up and then fucking hook, hook one of you up with a fucking 3DS capture card and then just fucking go to town. This is content right here, motherfuckers. That is true. Dueling people anymore. It's boring. Yeah, but now you can be dueling people for views. Yeah, now now you can hear me crying in despair as you beat me. Make it fun, though. You could do it for them sick likes. You could do fucking weird challenges on yourself. Like, you can only fight with grass types. Oh, that might make it interesting. Like, you can only fight... That is true. You can only fight using Pokemon below level 7. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can't do... No, that it auto, it auto scales everyone to 50 now. I think even if no, you wait, could th- do that, I wouldn't. You're only allowed to no. use one skill per just... Pokemon. Le- there's an item that effectively makes you do that anyway. At least one skill per round. 
is it's like, hey, you can you get to go first, or you get more power, but only if you use this one attack and only this attack. No, but I mean like every single Pokemon, no matter if he switches out or one loses, he's only able to do one attack mm. for everything. For each Pokemon, you have to choose one attack before you go into the fight. Yeah, no, I mean, that's I'd not be hard. I'd be up for that, but he's got to, you know. I have to beat the game first. To beat the game first, and don't don't bring over your championship crushing team. Ever bring over the team? I feel like that's kind of cheating the game. And uh, yeah, I th- though they, I always I, have to have my Metagross. I, I my Metagross to. is my favorite. Oh, I should, actually, I forgot, I forgot to say I did have a Metagross. That was that's also on my team. It just evolved into Metagross. Metagross actually. for best Pokemon. <laughs> Metagross for best Pokemon. Well, well, <laughs> Favorite what's, Pokemon. What's your Metagross build? I tend to go um, heavy on the. Uh, oh God, my brain just turned off. I go heavy on the defense because I want it to basically be able to stand up to as much beating as possible because it's naturally a very high offensive Pokemon and a naturally high defensive Pokemon. So if I focus on buffing out my defense or special defense stats, it can take more of a beating specifically defense because fighting type, well, cuts through steel type, like nobody's business. And it makes no sense. Go ahead. Try punching a steel wall. See how well your fist does. Dude, I've seen One Piece. It'll be fine. It's the name of the treasure. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, but that's... But... I literally say that in the first episode. What's your point? Yeah, and in One Piece, Luffy can break steel and iron with his face. And yes, fists. but he's superhuman and made of rubber. Zoro can cut steel with a sword. With a sword when he's half dead, because, because, you know, he can focus. Oh, wait, no, they invented that superpower thing. Sanji can fucking break steel with his feet. Sanji can light his feet on fire. And fly, basically. He is superhuman. All of these people are hockey users, which makes them stronger than normal humans. Sanji is Normal people look at the... Yes, he is. Sanji doesn't have armament. That's what the red leg thing is. No, his red leg thing is his, he, is he lights his leg on fire just by spinning. But that comes from armament. No, it don't. He I think never, he has the other one, doesn't he, he? He has the psychic sense one? I do not think so. From what I know, the confirmed hockey users on the fucking ship on, in the Straw Hat crew are Luffy, Zoro, and Usopp. Those have been yeah, the only guys time. that I've been able to see, that I remember seeing, that actually have been able to use hockey. I'm looking this up. <clears throat> Sanji possesses the ability to use two forms of hockey. Kin Bunshuku hockey and Bush whatever hockey. Although it is unknown if he can use it, Sanji also knows about the other hockey. Perhaps I should have just not said anything. Fuck you. He has hockey. Superhuman. What, what, what have I unleashed? <laughs> Nerddom. Or even like they even cited moments. 
uh, helped Kinemon recover his torso by using that hockey to locate the samurai's torso. But he had Diablo Jambe before he had hockey. Step before hockey. Well, I mean, some guys had it all along. They just didn't explain what it was. I mean, they they had it in that Sky Island, but they're like, yeah, we can just sense stuff. Uh, we we don't know why. It's just a thing some of us can do. Everybody go. Well, we're all still here. I'm reading the okay. fucking. I'm reading the fucking One Piece wiki. I, I was gonna say <laughs> where not, it says they're awfully quiet. Where it says that he got Diablo Jambe before he got fucking armament. Before he acknowledged he had the armament. Nope, before he got it. He didn't we, have it in any's lobby. But they have it all they had it all along. I thought that's yeah, how it works. They, it, you possessed it all along, you just couldn't directly access it. No, armament is something you need to get like uh, Emperor hockey is something you have inside of you all along. Armament you need to train for. That's enough about that. Moving on. Yeah, let's uh all right, uh, and I, I think I'll stop there for this week. Uh, so, K-Man, <laughs> tell us all about your uh, stuff. Okay. Okay, I was going well, to go sending start. order, but fuck it, I guess. K-Man, go ahead. Okay, if you want to go, go ahead, Dad. I don't care. Okay, You Cuphead. usually go last. I changed things up, and I said, but I, um, I was either planning on saying or did say ascending order. So, you had the least stuff, I had the middle stuff, K-Man has the most stuff. Oh, that's true. Oh, I thought Figured you just meant the. I thought you just meant the way we were on, on the chat. Nope. Oh, interesting. Okay, continue then. So, Cuphead. I've seen you playing that. I've been playing Cuphead. That game is fucking great. I goddamn love Cuphead. It is so fucking good. But uh, yeah, it, for those who don't know. Uh, Cuphead was announced back in E3 2014, I think. Came out uh, this past month, and it is a 2D side-scroller, kind of like 2D run-and-gun shooter kind of thing. Uh, it's mostly a boss rush. They do have some platforming levels in there, but those do feel a bit tacked on. It just kind of like put in there so that it wasn't just a boss rush. But the main thrust of the game is you go into an area, you fight the bosses, and then you just kind of go on to the next area and fight the bosses. It's a very simple game, but the thing that it, the thing that kind of makes up for uh, simplicity of it is like a just really tight fucking gameplay. Like the gameplay is real fucking good. Like movement wise, shooting wise, uh, you have all kinds of different weapons and abilities that you can get over the course of the game. Uh, some of them you just buy with like, currency and stuff. Other them you get by just talking to the people that you find around the environment. <laughs> and. It is, and everything is done in the style of like old Max Fleischer era cartoons. Yeah, it actually looks really fun. I was wondering why he was fighting Bluto in that image right there. Yeah, yeah, it is a fucking amazing ass art style. That's the thing that put this game on a lot of people's radars. Is just oh, they're making shit like those old fucking cartoons. Fucking sick. And they managed to fucking do it amazingly well. This game looks fucking incredible. And the fact that, like, A, looks this good, B, runs this fucking smooth, and C, like, is able to look that good with fucking gameplay and animation, like, fucking priority shit tied to it, is goddamn impressive. This game is 
so fucking beautiful. And they do a lot to, like, and they do a lot, like, it isn't just, like, the art style. They also added in, like, in, like, the fucking voiceover, all the music in it. Like, all the music is just very fucking big band, old school cartoon style. I, it just fucking ramps up as the level progresses, as you get, like, deeper and deeper into the fucking boss fights. Uh, the levels themselves can change. Like, pretty much every boss fight has multiple stages to it. Uh, I've been playing on, like, normal difficulty, because there's two difficulties, normal and simple. I've been playing on normal and there are like I think like at least three to four stages per boss. Ooh. Yeah, and the boss is just fucking like soak up health, and you you need to fucking go at them in order to get anything done, which is a bit of a bitch because you only have three health. If you get hit three times, you die. You have to start over again. That sucks. It kind of does, and the game is really fucking hard, but it is. This is this is a game that I feel does a really good job balancing doing the balancing act that difficulty needs to do. Like with some games that are that like tout themselves as hard games, a lot of them are just fucking stupid. Like something like I want to be the guy or that weird like Cat Mario shit. It is just this fucking retarded ass string of shit happening that makes things that is. Artificially creating difficulty just for the sake of saying it can be difficult. Why did the cherries fall up? Yeah. Whereas with whereas with Cuphead, uh, MDHR, the studio that made it, they did a fucking amazing job actually making this game difficult without it being stupid hard. Like, like getting in there, you like getting in there. I never really felt like I got a bullshit death in that game. Where just something came out of nowhere and I had no opportunity to dodge it. I always felt like anytime I got hit or anytime I died, it was because I fucked up. Because I wasn't good enough. And that was oddly refreshing. Just to be able to sit down and play a game that was hard without being bullshit. And I really enjoyed that. Like even when I got some, even when I got fucking super ass frust, like super fucking frustrating, or when I just tried to get into the game and just fucking got on tilt immediately, and was just fucking up, like first stage of boss fights, like that fucking junk robot with the professor in it. I tried so hard to fucking fight him, and I, like the second time I went into that fucking fight, I could not get past the first stage of him, and it was super fucking frustrating. But I, whenever I finally beat one of those bosses, it f- there was just a fucking wave, this just fucking wave of relief that just fucking washed over me as I was as I actually finally got there, and it felt like it, and it didn't feel like I found some cheese or I just got fucking lucky. It was I beat that by the skin of my teeth through my own skill. And that felt amazing. I get the feeling we're going to find some cheap way to beat Aryllidar and you're going to be really mad about it. Probably. <laughs> like, like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it through skill. I think it's going to be, uh, caveman found this thing in one of the books that's super obscure, but it's in the rules. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Cuphead. It's fucking phenomenal. I... 
I love this game. I have been playing it for goddamn. Let me check. Let me actually check. I put eleven hours into it, and I uh, I can't wait to get back into it. I actually I want to fucking beat some of those other fuckers. Like the bosses in this game are so fucking good. All of them have all of them have like really fucking interesting shit happening in them. And something that I never thought I would really appreciate as much as I did. But with this boss, it actually gave me, like, every time you die, it gives you a, like, progress line from beginning to end of the boss fight with, like, little check marks showing where the, showing where, like, the different stages are. Showing how close you got to the end and actually beating the boss. That would piss me off. <laughs> you'd th- you'd think. I, would, I, you'd, I, I know myself. I would always die. Like, oh, yeah, just two more inches. Motherfucker. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I would feel that way too, but actually after a while it started getting like this fucking – it started becoming like this goalpost for me where I, every time I'd fucking beat it, I was able to just see that thing move like fucking microns at a time. I'm just like, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm almost gonna, I almost got it. I almost fucking got it. And then when just I hear that voice go, knockout, I was like, oh, yes. Thank you. That is the sound of dead jizzing in his pants. Um, uh, no, it's no, that is not sound the sound that we're very used to. That is not the sound of me jizzing in my pants. You do not want to hear me jizzing in my pants. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think I do. That's quite all right. Nobody does. <sighs> yeah, platforming levels, like I said, they feel a bit tacked on because they kind of were. But still, they play, well, they play fine. Like, it still plays like... It's still Cuphead, and it's and Cuphead plays great, so it's so those levels still play great. It's just I, if they were gone, I wouldn't really feel like the game's missing anything. But yeah, Cuphead. Everybody who's going to get it probably already got it because it's been a month since it came out. But if you didn't wait till it goes on sale. But if you didn't go get it, it's fucking great. I talked to a friend that I hadn't talked to in months for the first time, and he was like, "Yeah, I've been playing Cuphead." <laughs> I was like, that, "That's all you're gonna say to me? Yeah, Cuphead. Next time you come over, Cuphead." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, Cuphead. Next time I come over, Cuphead." The next time you went over, did you talk about Cuphead? Not over yet. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't be talking about Cuphead. It would be playing Cuphead. Yeah, I haven't played any of the two-player of Cuphead. Man, because I don't have a second controller for my PC, and I don't have any friends who would play it with me. With you, dead man. But it would require us being in the same room, and that's just physically impossible right now. Yeah. But if you contribute to our Patreon, at patreon.com slash ddprods. Uh... One day, I might be able to afford a fucking coach-ass ticket to some fucking shitty-ass airline. And then do what? And head down to the Big Easy. That's okay to call New Orleans that, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> so no, so the most offensive thing you could have possibly said. We're no longer friends. I quit. So, you, so you're gonna fly. You're gonna fly down there and be like, "Hey, we're in the same room playing a game." I should have called it Nolans. Then he wouldn't have hated me. No, then I would have punched you. 
New Orleans. I'm going to New Orleans. (laughs) Stop saying the name of my city. (laughs) It's a big city. I have a problem with people knowing where I live. I have a problem with the way you guys are pronouncing the name of my goddamn city. I can't go to Nuevo Orleans. Anyway. Down here we're fighting. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's all I really say about Cuphead. So. Unless it's just, uh, so I bought a Vita. And then sold that Vita. Sad. After playing about 50 hours of Persona 4. <laughs> I mean, I that, that, is, that. that is really why most people bought the Vita, but, you know, there are other games for it. Yeah, but, like, there aren't. Like, okay, yeah, there is a, there is another game. It's Persona 4 Dancing All Night, and I already got a platinum in that. So I am... Persona 4 Gold was kind of all I had left. Yeah, so I played that, got like 50 hours into it. Um, that game's still really fucking good. I still really fucking love that game. It is... Yeah, I still I still been fucking like racking my brain just now that I've actually played Persona 4 again and with Persona 5 relatively fresh, my, fresh in my mind. I still like, have a hard time picking which of those two games I like better. Uh, I, I, I think 4, actually, is probably better. I've been watching a Let's Play of 4, and I prefer most elements of it, but I do not prefer the time limits. I don't like time limits in my games. I like to be there's, able to take my time. There's a time limit in 5. There's a time limit in 5, too. It's more, not as bad from what I've seen. It's no, it's pretty much it's pretty much the same. You get two weeks to do a dungeon. No, it's actually... Well, the only, the it's only, actually, the, it's the only difference with... It's actually, I think it varies. <laughs> I don't know. It's actually a bit worse in four. It's actually a bit worse in five because in five there is a literal ticking clock counting down the number of days you have left. Yeah, I've seen a four. Um, like there, there is a limited amount of real world time you can be in the dungeon. Am I misperceiving that? Because they're rushing like hell. Yeah, no, there's no, no, no. There's no no real real time thing. Like I spent in in uh, in three is where uh, after a while. If if you've been in, in the the main dungeon for too long, like you'll get tired and your stats will suddenly drop to like rock bottom, and you pretty much have to leave. Or except that uh, you're gonna have a much harder time. But they phase that out after three. Yeah, like in four, I spent like full day play sessions playing through a single dungeon, just fucking grinding, waiting till I dropped to like almost no SP or no HP or SP, then using whatever I had left to fill my health back up to full, then paying the fox to refill all my SP, and then just going back into the dungeon again. Then they're, like, the the video I'm watching is misleading because they're acting like they have a very short amount of time. Like, they haven't done any grinding, really. What playthrough are you watching? I can't actually remember because it's been a couple of months. <laughs> it's in my it's in, it's in my saved playlist. I'll find in it fact, eventually. In four, you can do out the whole dungeon in one day, including the boss. Yeah. In five, in five, you have to stop, go back, and then do the note thing, and then to come back and fight the boss later, yeah. which does give you a full heal, but 
still, it takes longer to finish a dungeon in five. In four, you can just do the whole thing straight through, kill the boss, and be done with it. Yeah, you just got to have like some decent SP recovery items, which are fucking scarce. Or the fox, but the fox. Yeah, the fox doesn't come till later. Uh, yeah, the fox comes in, I think, in like the second dungeon. Yeah, they got the fox. Uh, no, I, no, the fox comes in um, after know. you. The fox comes in after you save Kanji. Does he? I thought it was before that. Okay, I, well, I remember the now. Second. They were waiting until they got the fox so that they could heal their SP for when they were grinding. That's right. Yeah, maybe they just they just th- th- said it was a limit because they didn't want to lose all their SP because then they couldn't beat the boss. But they wanted to beat the boss on one day. Yeah, one thing been. that was weird to me was uh, the change they made to shuffle time. Well, shuffle time wasn't in the first Persona Four. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was like an actual game where like it showed you all the cards that what it was, and then all the cards started spinning like a shell game, and then you had to like fucking try to get it. You could either get the card you wanted, you could get nothing, or you could get an X, which would delete all your rewards. <laughs> so it was like an actual game. So, Meanwhile, in this, it is just a bunch of cards come out spinning in a circle, and it just goes into a line. You just pick the one you want. Oh, that was it. Okay, but there's different. There's extra bonuses and stuff that wasn't in four. That's what I was. thinking Yeah, like about. they add, they added a bit more Arcana stuff. The Arcana had different effects. Like um, like like instead of it just being like, hey, you, hey, you got this, and then this happens, it would be like, hey, get this, but then also you get to pick two more cards. And well, then it was also brought over from three, I think. Yeah, then you had sweet bonuses, which is you could, if you cleared out the entire board of uh of like shuffle time cards, then next time you get to, you get an additional three picks of cards, which would then lead to another sweet bonus, and so on and so on. So you eventually, so you essentially just like. Ch- Infinite chain sweep bonuses. Unless you fuck up or the cards that they give you in order to actually extend that to get the full sweep is just, hey, you lose all your XP. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, hey, 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 to get a sweep bonus, you have to pick the card that makes you lose everything. Bitch, go fuck yourself. Surprise. I need that. I need that fucking supple fiber in order to make some new shoes for Chie. I love being a nerd. <laughs> yeah, but by, by the end of the game, um, I actually, by the end of the game, my party mostly consisted of, um, like, it was me, obviously, uh, Chie, Kanji, and Naoto. Good old Naoto. Yeah, I eventually then switched out a Chie for Teddy when I realized that even though I had the, like, fucking best gear on Chie and was fucking leveling her up super hard, uh, Teddy had higher attack and defense than she did. Is Naoto and Kanji. What are those? Uh, like, Naoto is the detective boy girl. Yet. Yeah, and then Kanji the is the and Kanji is the guy from yeah, the bad, guy. bad bathhouse. Not them yet either. Uh, he is the dungeon that you go to after you rescue Yukiko. I don't recall the character name. Maybe I, I really need to get back to watching the videos, but uh, GA's friend, Red Lady, Yukiko. They, they hadn't finished that dungeon yet. Oh, wow, okay. that's like the first dungeon. Yeah. 20, 25 episodes in. Wow, what the heck is he doing? You can't even really do anything until you finish that dungeon. Seriously, look up what the fuck that was. There's a lot of comedy. Oh, maybe, maybe that's it. Like they're making fu- they're making jokes and jabs at half of everything that's going on. So, oh, I mean, until you finish the first dungeon, there's really not much you can do except nothing. You know, do two. You can meet with 
Chie and Yosuke, and even then they won't they won't want to do anything half the time because you have an active dungeon. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, the majority of what you will happen. Really un- the majority of what will happening is just it'll just be like you go talk to him. It's like, hey, yeah, I want to go save Yukio. It's kind of fucking shitty that we're just kind of hanging out here doing whatever. Just go, let's go save her, okay? Maybe we should save her before she dies. Oh yeah. Also, I got my first game over playing doing my playthrough this time. I got a game over um, trying to rescue Naoto, I think. You get a game over as in you you went too far? No, as in I oh. as in I mismanaged my time and Naoto oh, died. And you you missed the date, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It is not good. And there are also a couple times where I would just like walk into a fucking fight and get insta killed by something. Like it would just, it would, I would just walk. It's like, all right, things are going good. Things are gonna be going great. We're gonna be fucking doing this shit. And they're like, all right, I'm gonna cast, I'm gonna cast Adge down to this guy. Oop, that reflected, and now I'm dead. Shit. Or I would, or I would do fucking one of the instant kill like light or dark spells, and it turned out the guy had repel light or dark. And then of course, because I had a fucking Mudo boost, I died instantly. Yeah, I also got a bunch of weird fucking persona combinations where I would where I would like take over like the weirdest fucking skills. Like I had I think I had like an angel that was like my best fucking dark murderer. Or I had or I had like a fucking or I had a like wind user or like a like a fucking like phoenix or something or a or just something that was a wind caster. That I had that I had given like super powerful ice magic. That is strange. Yeah, it's be- it's because uh, I was it's because you're able to like transfer over spell transfer over spells from the guys you're fusing to make him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Before Persona Three Golden, I mean before Persona Four Golden, it was random. Like after that, it's just like, hey, you could slick whatever skill carry over you want. Yeah. Before that, it was random, and if you wanted a certain combination, you had you had to you had to go back and go forward in the menu like for hours. Yeah, just hoping to literal get the right hours, combo. literal hours to get that one skill you wanted. Yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. But that's why I fucking got the Vita because I wanted to play the best possible version of Persona Four, and it was the one on the Vita. Yeah. Yeah, so I played through that. Um I beat Heaven. Uh the the fog was beginning to encroach into the real world and I was getting towards the ending, but I apparently didn't have enough time left in order to do the things I needed to do to get the true ending. And I needed food. So I sold the Vita. I bought it for 120, got 35 for it. I'm going to say you you bought it, you had it for a couple of weeks, and then you sold it again? Had it for a month. Uh, then hmm. sold it. Because I needed food. That doesn't even sound like it was worth it. It was not. I mean, at least if you could get the price you paid for it. Yeah, but no, I... he didn't. He, he got... Nope, I got one quarter. Because I'm good at business. That's, that's terrible. Uh, that's like yeah, that's like enough for two pizzas. 
The pizzas were on sale, so I got four. Thank you. Oh, okay. Those lasted me three days. I, yeah, I'm an idiot. I think you might need better management skills. Yes, I do. So I can last a pizza for a week if I have to. Moving on. Uh, last of the things I have to play, I don't really have much to say about them. They were uh, free PS, PS Plus games that I got for PS4. Uh, the first one is Hue, which is a puzzle platformer. Uh, it It plays... The whole thing with it is that um, as you're going along, you collect uh, like essentially color squares. They can select from a radial menu, and then they change the entire background color of the of the area that you're in. And any item in that area that is that same color disappears and just kind of like ceases to exist in the world. So you have to like fucking swap out colors in order to create like platforming sections and stuff in order to, and stuff like that. It's fine. It's a puzzle platformer. It's just, it's fine. Nothing particularly special about it. It's fine. You seem so enthusiastic about the game. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm fucking. You're about to hear the sound of me jizzing. We're talking about this game. Uh, a less disgusting dead man. A less jizztastic game is Skyforce. For shame. So yeah, Skyforce is um, it's a it's a fucking t- a bomb to top shoot 'em up kind of thing, I'm like an old arcade shooter. It's fucking boring as hell. Like they, they spend a lot of time trying to get like trying to get like textures and shit out of it. Like like the background and stuff do almost look like fucking Just Cause Three or something, but the gameplay is just so fucking slow and nothing interesting happens while you're doing it or while you're playing it all and it just is this fucking nothing game like it it is like nothing games yeah it is it is like what if some what if a game like fucking Ikaruga had everything interesting taken out of it yeah other than that I've just been playing like hours and hours and hours of Binding of Isaac For a brief and glorious second, I defeated my I defeated my win rate of negative one hundred eighty seven. For a brief second, I had I had a I had a fucking positive win streak score, and now I'm back in the negatives again. How can you get that far in the negative? I've never played Binding of Isaac, so don't don't take that as me saying God, you're terrible. No, just- I'm terrible. I am terrible. Like the idea of Binding of Isaac is that it's a it is a uh, like it's like Zelda S Smash TV esque uh, fucking procedurally generated thing where you just go into these random areas and just fight dudes screen to screen and there are bosses at the end of everything that take, then lead deeper as things get harder and I just keep getting worse and worse. So it gets to the point where I get to like go where I get to the basement to fight mom and I have to go into fucking mom's womb and they die in there. This is sounding very strange. Game's really fucked. You play the entire game as a small, naked, crying child. Yeah, it's twisted. 
Yeah, like like the one time I did beat the game, I went down there and I beat mom. I destroyed her heart, and then Isaac fucking looked in the chest and opened up the chest and pulled out a noose, and then it cut to black, and then it cut back to mom's womb with it just open and Isaac hanging. Jesus Christ! And then the credits rolled. And that was only one of the endings you could get. There are other ones where like you open the chest and find Isaac dead inside it. That's oh. weird. Yeah. Oh, the humanity. It, that game's fucked, dude. And there's an, there's, there was an expansion pack released a while ago that I haven't gotten yet that I really want to get that adds more shit to it. Ah. Anyway. That's how I'm playing. Caveman. I'm not sure I want to talk about video games with you anymore. <laughs> Okay, first I'm going to talk about a new release, a game that I was super excited for, and I'm only slightly less excited about now that I've played it. Um, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Ah, yes. Oh, the boy. First off, that title, the joke, not worth it. They barely even mention it in the game itself. Literally, it was like, oh, that that's all you're doing with the joke? Really? Is that, the name of their, is that the name of their group or something? Oh, there is exactly one scene and one fight caused by him overwhelming his butt off into the wrong timeline. And I know that sounds like it could be cool, but the storytelling in this is just as lame, if not lamer, than in the first South Park game. That game to bits. I'm going to replay it in a couple of days. But the story sucks. (laughs) Like, I don't play these games for the story. I play them for the jokes. I play them for the humor. Because the story is ass. Yeah, it's a very forced self-referential story stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like... The first game had a far better story because it had a very good twist. This game gives its twist away in the beginning and then pretends like it's still an interesting twist. Okay. Should we care about spoilers for this? Uh, it's a South I mean, Park game. Come on. Uh, spoiler warning. Jump ahead like 10 minutes if you don't want to hear about this. Okay, so Cartman's the bad guy. Wow, what a shock. It's their big twist. Cartman, if you you guys saw the episode where his hand is, where he does a hand puppet and it turns out to be a criminal or something. Wait, um, that's not a twist. That's just South Park. Yeah, but it's like um, they, (sighs) Eric says, oh, it might be my hand guy. And everybody's like, no, that's stupid. It's something else. And the game denies their own stupidity up until the point where it's revealed that it's just as stupid as, as it sounded. And that's their big Super. twist. That's their big moment. Yeah. The gameplay is still fun as hell. The references are just as referential as disregarding of basic human sensibilities. 
Um, there's just as much fart humor. But I really feel like... <laughs> but... One thing that I really wish both games had done would be to make your class choices matter. It was just a different number, a different style of buttons you had to mash. In this game, it's just a different like layout of the battlefield you can affect. And they do kind of have one class that's not directly, oh, it's just the same thing, but with a different style of attack. Or class. So why would you want to play that when you're supposed to be the hero? And then why not? Me could. Why not? Fuck it. Sometimes it works. I even dipped into the support class because it had a really great area of effect move. And that's <laughs> the only power I ever used. I never used any of the support powers. I just used <laughs> that one power. So you chose a cleric just to get fucking divine flame or something. Basically what it feels like. <laughs> Just don't worry, guys. I'll help you, AoE, AoE, AoE. I'm going to go back and replay it, but I'm probably going to pick the exact same layout of class. Because you get, like, five classes. Like, you aren't just one class. You're, like, five classes, and you get to mix and match powers, which is cool. No. So two players are guaranteed to have the same build after the first, you know, play. But, jeez and Pete's, it's just, it's not impressive. Um, it's fun. Again, I will say that. I love it. I'm having a great time with it. I'm going to go back and replay it. Like, once I've forgotten it a little bit, you know, I'll play the Stick of Truth, forget some of the Fractured But Whole, and then I'll go replay the Fractured But Whole. But, but I'm Tish. it's just, it's just not as good. It's not as good as it, as it wants to be. I'll say that. It's not as good as it thinks it is. So, takeaway from this is, I fucking love this game. It's fucking disappointing. <laughs> that is that is the right takeaway from this. I fucking love this game. It's disappointing. Um, the humor is still there. Like everything you'd expect from a South Park game. Don't get me wrong. Everything you'd expect from a South Park game is there. Yeah, uh, Trey of the Games Podcast. Yeah, Trey of the Anime Podcast. Um, did, uh, actually posted on his YouTube channel a speed run of that game where he beat it in a minute and fourteen seconds. Where he, where in the opening cutscene, he just held B to skip until Cartman got just fucking fed up and then rolled credits. Awesome. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. Oh. Man, yeah, this, this opening cutscene, just hold B to skip, and Cartman's just like, come on, dude, just fucking try and tell a story here. He just do it over and over and over again until Cartman's like, fine, you know what? Fuck you. And then roll credits. I just go play the piano. <laughs> I play the piano until he's pissed off at me. <laughs> Some games do that. But no, like- the next game is another fr- uh, sequel to a game that I loved when I first played it. Um, and this one doesn't disappoint. Master Who here has heard of-, <laughs> heard of Earth Defense Force? Yes, I have. I think I have, yeah. That, is a, game with, haven't, that is a game with the giant bugs. It's a game where you kill giant bugs for profit. Sounds sounds fun. Sounds Japanese. Japanese. Uh, they came out with a sequel that was terrible. 
because it for, it did it ignored all the things that made the game great. And then they came out with another sequel that is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Earth Defense Force 4.1 Shadow of New Despair. Um, I have been hunting this game down for the past year. A birdie the critic bought it because we hang out and we both loved Earth Defense Force. Yeah, you know, Bird so. the Critic, famed internet reviewer from website deathstoreprods.com. Maybe you've heard of a caveman. But, <laughs> okay, so there, the reason that I fell in love with this game was one simple thing. Giant fucking robots. Did the thing that they were supposed to do in the first game, given how Japanese this is, and let you drive a giant robot. I spend hours piloting mechs. <laughs> That's it. That's all I do. That's all I do. Sounds okay. like my kind of game. <laughs> yeah, actually. Now that you mention it. Um, how, did, how did I miss this one? Well, the thing is you have to earn the cool mechs. Yeah, the giant mechs are buried uh, under the giant bugs. Uh, you kill I, giant bugs, you get weapon drops. You get weapon drops. You buy. You uh, have a chance. You don't. You aren't guaranteed. You have a chance of getting something cool for your class. Two thirds of the stuff for your class, depending on how you play games, is shit. But the rest, like like the the, the meat and potatoes, is killing giant bugs and getting those really cool drops. Um, there are four classes in this game, which is from the original Earth Defense Force Round Soldier. He gets the basic guns. My personal preferred playstyle with him is shotgun missile launcher. Shotgun for uh, most things. Missile launcher for everything that's just a little bit outside the shotgun's range. Okay. Then you've got the wing diver, who is supposed to be like the premier class. Like they're even like prominently featured in the center of the cover. Uh, they're all like all the classes are featured, but the wing diver is the one your eyes are drawn to. And no, it's not because of her breasts. <laughs> it's the way the cover's designed. Shut up. Um, uh, it's all female. Vacation for it is because they're lighter, so the weight, the wingsuits don't have to have support as much weight. It's really because, well, we can put these beautiful women in attractive costumes. Uh, and they get all this sci-fi weaponry, which is really cool. Like there is, like there is a sh- super short-range laser gun that Birdie figured out he could Goomba stomp aliens with. If he just <laughs> flew above them, turned it on, and dropped down, because <laughs> it does ridiculous damage in a relatively wide area. So he just Goomba stomps aliens. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um. Then there's the Air Raider, which is the one that can summon the giant robots. It's kind of, without the giant robot part, the weakest class, but you literally start every round with the ability to summon a giant something. Either a tank, uh, an armored uh, an armored uh, mobile gun unit, um, or your giant robots, which is what you want. Um, right, I and I found you- my class. And you get more options. Like you, you can. Su- you also get an airstrike option, which is great. Um, like, oh shit, my giant robot got blown up. Airstrike, run the fuck away, <laughs> and that that'll kill a bunch of the aliens. And then 
and you're not just screwed. There's not like, oh, it's a one and done giant robot. If you if your team, not just you, your team kills enough aliens, that robot, you get another airstrike. And failing that, you have um, you start fit gun, which shoots remote activated sticky grenades. Remote activated sticky grenades. I love this gun. <laughs> I love this entire class of gun. Right now, I've got one that shoots remote active remote activated sticky grenades that fire off ridiculous uh, bouncing shrapnel. That sounds like pure chaos. And it's brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> Just see a giant horde of ants. Get your eye in. Fire, 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 fire. Trigger. Then throw out your giant robot and clean up the rest with your turret guns. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. The game is more fun with more people, though. More people you have is. It has two-player couch co-op. Two-player couch co-op! Such a raise, and I love it. Player couch co-op, and it does have an online mode um, that supports up to four players. Well, hey, if you so, love two-player so couch co-op, when he go- wait. So if you love two-player couch co-op, you know what you'd love? Cuphead. Like bullet health. It's not a bullet hell, really. Some footage. It looks a bit like a bullet hell. I'll have to look it up now and see what it really looks like, but. So you guys can play it when Dead flies down to New Orleans. After I beat him to a pulp for mispronouncing the name. Yes. No, come on. I love New Orleans. But no. EDF, if you've got a friend and you like shoot... If, if you like... Oh, I, I, haven't, I haven't talked about the last class. I got so excited about the Air Raider because it's my favorite class. Um, the final class is the Fencer. <laughs> You guys seen Jinro? No. Okay. Um, imagine Tony, one of Tony suits, did and couldn't fly anymore. Sir, and the fencer is all about like, like Gatling guns and shit. <laughs> the fact that I could say that. <laughs> um. The fencer, its base loadout starts... You start with two weapon sets, one on either hand, and it controls entirely different to every other class. But if you can get a handle on how it controls, how it moves, how your weapons fire, it is an unstoppable killing machine. Because they have the highest armor of any class. Uh, They have the highest... uh, Well, they have very high HP. And if you set up your weapons right, you've got a great damage output. It has a freaking sword that sends out a sword beam. Cool. The fencer, it's not my favorite class, but it is the class that I will default to if I'm having trouble with a level. Because the fencer can take a beating, so I can just stand there and try and figure out what class I'm supposed to use to beat the level. Class for any level, but there's like there's times where it's like, okay, if you if I use this class, it'll be easy. Okay. No, just the just the other day, I was literally fighting giant mechs in my giant mech, and it was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next, have I mentioned that I beat Duncan Ropa? Yes, you have. The podcast? Uh, not in the podcast, but you mentioned it to me. 
Many times have you beat Dong and Rompa? I've beaten Dong and Ropa. I love it. Okay, um, now you're pissing me off with I'm this not You're saying it wrong. Yeah. Danganronpa. Oh, Danganronpa. I never have noticed that in. Danganronpa. Sorry. I will make a point to pronounce it properly. Um, yeah, New Orleans. I absolutely love the game. I will not spoil it because Dead is working on his playthrough for the YouTube channel. Yep, as well as the website. Up to episode three now. We're just getting into the first investigation. I beat school mode, and I'm going to go back in 100% to the game, because I think this is going to be the first game I platinum on my PS4. <laughs> and this is the first Danganronpa, right? First Danganronpa. Right. Trigger I'm going to go and, uh, do, I'm gonna go and do the uh, second one um, after I 100% the trophies on the first one. Okay, yeah, I... Owned the second one. I bought the first and second one after I played the demo for part three. Borrow part three off of a friend. Uh, I can't wait to get deeper into these fucking games. I oddly enough, the thing that's kind of keeping me from getting like deeper into it, just because of like aside from laziness, is just the fact that I haven't been playing Digimon. If I have one thing to say about this game is it it awakened my latent psychic powers because I would always start, start trying to befriend people right before they died. <laughs> so I'd be able to get their little I, I'd get their little bonus perk thingy for being nice to them that you can use in the trial uh-huh. onto that part yet dead. Um, but like the like this perk thingy and you can equip it to yourself and make yourself more effective in the trials and I always just barely get that before they die. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was but dear god it was like stop killing them I just started to befriend them. Uh, Tell us psychic and more angel of death. That's true. <laughs> um, the yeah, final if, uh, if you were psychic the person you'd be, fri- you'd be befriending would be the murderer. True. Uh, The final console game that I want to talk about is Kingdom Hearts. I got the PS4 re-release that contains like the six core games that you need to worry about. Um, You know, yeah, they haven't uh, they haven't released they haven't released Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they haven't released Kingdom Hearts three yet, but there's six need to worry about. Yeah, actually, I think there's like nine. I think there's nine total because there's another game that has like three games on it or something like that, but I don't care about those. There's only really um, four that matter. But I just Ball rebeat five. Kingdom Hearts, and dear God, is that game clunky. It from yes. the perspective of Kingdom Hearts 2, dear God, is that game clunky. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, against anything, I could never. My timings were wrong half the time. And fuck me trying to actually complete the synthesis materials. Because I tried. I fucking tried. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I need how many mystery goos? I don't have any. How do I get them? Oh, fuck that noise. <laughs> I did it once when I was a weed lad. I think that was the only time I ever got 100% completion. did it once on the original PS2 and never again. I got the Ultima yeah. Sword and that was it. I was done. I don't think like, I, I don't think that. I ever um, actually hundred percent of those games. Like what I 
What I did do once was because I was going to sell those games, I left my PS2 running all night so that my final playtime for Kingdom Hearts 2 totaled up to 72 hours. Why, were you selling your memory card too? Uh, no, I was just selling that game and I wanted to actually beat it before I sold it. And it was just like, it was oh, so just, you played it all. So you, so you played it all night. I tried to play it all night, but then fell asleep midway through playing it. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you meant, I thought you meant, oh, I'm going to leave it running all night just to clock up the playtime, even though Sora is just standing there. No, it wasn't, it wasn't to clock up the playtime. It was that, that. So when I woke up, I could just hit unpause instead of having to fucking boot up the system again. Oh, okay. Uh, that saves you a few precious seconds. Yeah, but, speed uh, run the tactics. Other, the other game that I'm playing through on this, uh, on this disc right now, is RE Chain of Memories, and I hate it. Yeah, it's terrible. It is, like, it is, like, this, I'm interested in the story, but the gameplay is worse than Kingdom Hearts 1, especially compared to the later games. Yeah, it's the fucking... You guys didn't even play the... You can't complain unless you've played the original Game Boy Advance version. Get fucked. The original Game Boy Advance version, it sucked. It was even worse. Yes, it was. Recom is, recom is recom is slightly better. Only the only reason I'm playing through it is because I want to unlock the backgrounds for my PlayStation Four. <laughs> That's the only reason. Otherwise, I just look so, up the cutscenes to keep myself caught up. That so game, I, I like hate recom it because of the card system. Because <laughs> of the card system, like I would, I'm. I, Oh, yeah, uh, so you were in this great move combo, and uh, you were fighting, but I played this level 8 card, and all you guys level 6s, so fuck you. Also, they just, the this, this will probably only bug me, but I did not like how they turned the combat from, like, just, like, very natural, like, just nat- natural random encounters that didn't interrupt the flow of gameplay to Persona-esque, just we have this little thing in the fo- fucking floating around, you gotta hit it, and then wait 17 seconds while we load in the arena. Bothered me. Of course, that bothered me at World's End. Yeah, it was... Just for those of you who don't know, at World's End, you go up to a treasure chest, and then an orb falls from the sky and forces you into an encounter versus enemies. And Ooh. it takes... Like, 50 seconds to actually load into the arena so you can fight. It's stupid. East Cup. <laughs> Especially because after I beat it, I found out that I didn't have to beat it all in one sitting. <laughs> e. When I realized there was 50 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I made it through 50 rounds on one try. With just my limited set of inventory, with Goofy and Donald throwing potions out every five seconds instead of actually just casting Cure. <laughs> That's how real men do it. I finally get to the Rock Titan. Use magic. And I just we, stand, on, it. I stand on the Rock Titan's chest and just smack him in the face. Because that's the easiest way to beat him. Because he can't hurt you if you stand on his chest and hit him. <laughs> Fuck that! Fuck that! That tournament! God damn it! Oh, it was. I was like, gotta gotta pee, gotta pee. Pause texting because my my fiance was at work and like if she's texting me, I text her back immediately. So that's the only. I, I didn't pause it to go pee because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I just paused it to text her. 
<laughs> 50 fucking rounds pausing to text and only pausing to text and I finally beat it and then I go up to Phil like alright give me the damage how like how, tell, go ahead and tell me that I can fight him on my own wait what do you mean what round do I want to start at Phil because <laughs> I didn't suggest it's been so many years I thought it was just like an endurance cup <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. I went back and rebeat Hades' face in. That's how mad I was after I went to the bathroom. But no, I like the only like my, my my personal pride and of accomplishment in that tournament, my in that game was that I actually got all the puppies. Oh shit! That shit oh, is shit. hard. I got all ninety nine puppies. That shit is not easy. <laughs> but the puppies, they must be shaved. Yeah, and I saved them all. When and I the was rewards a, were not worth it. When I was a kid, I don't think I ever realized that Ponga and Purdy were included in the nine they were included in the one hundred and one Dalmatians. I actually got confused when I looked at the Dalmatian screen and it said ninety nine. I was like, no, it's hundred and one. It's hundred and one. Oh wait. It's like, oh, wait, oh, right. Oh, they count. Okay. Yeah, Purdy pooped out yeah. 99 of them, and then her and Pongo, or the other two. But I still enjoyed Kingdom Hearts, the original one. I am literally going through Chain of Memories as quickly as I possibly can. That's the best way I to do it. I even set that shit to beginner mode, just so that I would not have to deal with it. That's the best way to do it. I'm going to say it. I'm looking forward to 358 over one half days. Like, cause I have never played that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got no bad news for you. A little bit. It's terrible. No, no, it's only a movie in the re- yep. re-release version. Makes me sad. It is only the cutscenes. Oh, well. The only way, the only way to play it is to play it on original the, uh, DS. DS. That's about it. Well, it looks like I'm gonna get to watch a um a uh, movie. That'll be fun. Yeah, that is true. Um. Yeah, no, uh, if you can avoid, like, they should have done the same thing for Chain of Memories. <laughs> yeah, they really should have. Should have done the same thing for Chain of Memories. That game is terrible. No, fuck that no, game. They did the same thing, they so did the same thing for Coded. Yeah, just fuck it. Like, all the fucking mobile bullshit, that. just fuck that noise. I noticed that. I was actually kind of interested in RE Coded, and it's just cinematics. And I was like, why? Why can't I watch RE Coded? Because why can't I fucked. play it? I want to play it. How about you move to Japan Giant, instead, Giant you fucker? Board game, right? No, I, I love these games. I love the series. A lot of them are shitty. Uh, about half of the ones on here are shit because two of them are only movies, and I like to play games, not just watch. Sometimes I like to watch. Okay. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to rescale it up for. Uh... Not handhelds, I guess. Yeah, could you imagine, like, fucking original DS-style, like, weird pixel graphics up-res to fucking 1080p? (laughs) Oh, that would be terrible. (laughs) Yeah, nobody would look like a person anymore. Uh, The only only reason it kind of worked on DS because that thing had a fucking 240 resolution. The final thing that I have to talk about is a re-release. On the Nintendo DS... 
Um, Super Mario Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions. I have been waiting for them to re-release Superstar Saga on the the 3DS. Because I knew they were going to because it was a very popular game in the franchise. Loving it. (laughs) I can actually get half the timings. And if you know me, like, you know... Timed trigger presses are my biggest bane in video games. <laughs> like, Dongan Ronpa is really generous with it, so I'm not screwed in the heartbeat battle. But hit the trigger, the button presses. It's nice. It's easy, and it's a, it's got an extra game within it that tells us a bit of a side story, which is a lot of fun. Um, so basically two games for the price of one, it's almost as good as four games for the price of one plus two movies. Um, but yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, Super Mario Star, Superstar, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, uh, of, and his, uh, unfortunately, uh, dragged along brother Luigi being forced to invade a foreign country down capture them restore order to their own kingdom the way i put that it really really sounds like an american military action okay gonna keep talking and hope that i just didn't disconnect or something because you guys are quiet we have we have no response to that. Well, I don't. Uh, it's it. They treat it a lot more silly than that, and um, it it's just a it's a it's a fun game. It's a weird game. Um, you can make coffee. Oh, that's good. Make coffee out of beans, and the people of the kingdom are beans. And you get beans for killing some of the semi-sentient enemies that are bean-shaped. That which you will. Uh... But eh, it's fun. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Are you talking or are you breathing again? I'm back. That was a truck outside. Oh, okay. A lot of fun. The story's really solid. Um, I wish that, uh, Peach did anything. <laughs> um, well, the, usually the, the humor is great. The humor is great. Um, uh, specifically the jokes with Bowser. Um, this, no, like this game is ancient, so it's not really a spoiler. Bowser loses his memory and gets roped into being a sidekick <laughs> to a criminal. <laughs> And when you beat him up, he's like, man, this beating feels familiar. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mario RPGs, from what I understand, like I played, I played, um, I think it was a dream team. I think I played dream team a little while back and that game was fucking great. Real good humor in that too. And from what I understand, that's kind of like the staple of the Mario RPGs, like even the paper Mario and super Mario thousand year door shit. It's just like the humor is kind of what you go to for those games. If you want, if you want humor in Mario, you want the RPG, Super Mario RPG, the Paper Mario games, to a lesser extent, the later one 
two. I think Sticker Star came out to be somewhat okay, but I still don't remember if Color Splash was palatable. Uh, or I might I, have that backwards. From what I remember, uh, Color Splash, that game is apparently dog shit. Then they were both probably dog shit because I remember Sticker Star was probably shit. I don't remember those two games because I don't play dog shit. But um, the Superstar Saga launched a new Super Mario RPG franchise within the Mario team work area. And if I remember correctly, it's Super Mario, Super Mario Superstar. It's Superstar uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Mario and Luigi Back in Time or something like that. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. And then Mario and Luigi Dream Team. And they actually do have a continuity because you see characters from previous games showing up in and affecting later games. Yeah, look, you're looking at um, you forgot uh, Paper Jam, the one that came out after Dream Team. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, it's Superstar Saga, Partners in Time, Bowser's Inside Story, Dream Team, Paper Jam. It is the crossover between Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario. I don't remember it. Not the most recent one. That's I guess not it Paper is. Mario. That's someone else. That's not the right Paper Mario. It's not a true story. No true Paper Mario would do X. Yeah, right. Mario and Luigi Superstar came out. Um, sorry, Mario, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Came out in Japan in 2015 and in in North America in 2016. About a month apart. But is that within the normal story or is that just a stupid-ass crossover? That is the fifth installment in the Mario and Luigi series. I believe it is both. Damn. Sometimes stupid crossovers are part of the story. The story involves Luigi accidentally stumbling over a book and releasing characters from the Paper Mario series into the Mario and Luigi world. Bowser and Paper Bowser, despite some disagreements, decide to team up, combining combine their respective Koopa troops, oops, and kidnap Pre- and kidnap Peach and Paper Peach. Thus, Mario and Luigi have to team up with Paper Mario to rescue the princess as well as the Paper Toads. This is the first game in the series to be compatible with Amiibo. But are all their memories erased at the end? Is the question. That is the question. Uh, Is there a cannon at the very beginning that has the word non stamped on it? (laughs) Boo. It's like like Persona Q. It's totally canon, but everybody's memory was erased, so it will never be relevant. You can't can't boo, dead man. You laughed. I'm an idiot. I heard the snicker. I'm an idiot. I'm allowed (laughs) to boo. You're not allowed to boo it because you laughed. Fuck you. I make the rules over here. That's all I've been playing, though. Alrighty then. I've been playing that on news. So in terms of like news, news. Uh, we got this one fucking weird thing came out uh, this week. So GameStop is going to be introducing a new program called Power Pass, which is essentially a rental service. So, starting November 19th, uh, you can pay 60 bucks to GameStop. Then, for the next six months, you can play 
as many as the pre as many of the pre owned games GameStop has as you want. Not a bad deal, especially for someone like me because I devour games like Dead Man Devours Pizza. I certainly doubt that. I beat eight games in the last two weeks. Okay, he ate four pizzas in three days, so, you know. Wait, was was it three hours? I think it was three days. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, with Power Pass, you'll be able to just go into a GameStop uh, to their pre-owned library, then just take home whatever fucking games you want. Uh, during that, and it's just kind of like grab one. Well, renting is kind of like it's it's restricted to one game at a time, so they actually have like a stock. But the number of games you can actually um, play during that six month period is unlimited. It's just you can only have one of them out at a time. And I'd be up for that if I lived closer to a GameStop. Yeah. Like that would be like I walk into the GameStop and borrow shit. Like every, like every other day, it's like, hey, you were just in here yesterday. Yeah, I'm getting my $60 worth. <laughs> yeah, so after the six months is up, you'll be able to ch- you'll be able to choose any pre-owned game that you want to keep. Um, as it is, I believe, the, uh, according to this article, the program will be, a- will be able to power up rewards members so that the so that the games that they have out can be tracked in their system. And you can only choose games that are on the physical store shelf. Not, nothing from their online catalog. Like They do have a fairly extensive online catalog, but that would just be kind of ridiculous. You have to go into the store and get the physical game in order to actually go and rent it, essentially. But other than that, so long as it is a pre-owned game, no restrictions. So this program uh, begins rolling out November 19th. And it'll be coming to Canada never. So thanks, GameStop, oh, I did. you fuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that is kind of a funny reaction. It's Trump's fault. <laughs> he said no okay GameStop for Canadians. It's Trump's fault. So okay then. Uh, also today, um, Paris Games Week kind of began, kicked off uh, with the Sony conference and pre-show where they... Showed off some of the games that are coming out soon, um, as well as announced a bunch of new games. And so I'm just going to do a rundown of the list of stuff that was announced in the pre-show and in the show show. And if you guys have questions about them, uh, or if I have something to say about them that seems interesting, then we can go from there and try to have a conversation. So it's not just me talking for 30 minutes. All right. I am prepared for you to talk for 30 minutes. All right. So in the pre-show, they announced Guacamelee 2. The... Side-scrolling, um, yeah, the side-scrolling Metroidvania Luchador game. That's I recognize the name now. That's, yep. that's a lot of uh, things together. Yep, uh, they got the Hong Kong Massacre. This is a new game. It's a like top-down shooter. Um, a lot of people comparing it to um, Max Payne meets Hotline Miami. Whereas like a Max Payne aesthetic with the world and the tone and everything, but the gameplay is Hotline Miami. Uh, the Gardens Between. Some kind of stylishy 
time game where like you go into these individual garden islands and you can rewind time and there are like two of you and it's some cute little narrative driven puzzle platformer thing right i guess up just a straight puzzle game it's coming out next year uh a remastered version of loco roco 2 for ps4 uh tennis world tour that was that got a fair amount of fanfare at that fucking showcase (laughs) Uh, Megalith, a new PSVR game. Uh, Bow to Blood, also new PSVR game. Ultra Wings, PSVR game. Uh, Sprint Vector. This one is actually kind of interesting because it is a it's a, it's PSVR and it is a PSVR sprinting game. And the way that you move is like using the move controllers and stuff like fucking ski things, like ski poles, and you're just like fucking just whoo whoo whoo. To get running, you just fucking throw both of them up in the air to jump, and it's this kind of like cool movement system that they have in there. Uh, they sh- they have a trailer out there on the internet they can check out, and it is a fucking really cool thing to look at. It's the kind of thing that would make me go to a Best Buy to try a demo station of the PSVR thing in order to play that game. Because <laughs> no way in hell I'm buying a fucking PSVR headset. VR headset when I buy a house that's big enough for me to have a room dedicated to VR. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spend fucking. Four, I'm not going to spend four hundred dollars to play a couple of experiences that never turn the thing on again. I'm not going to spend four hundred dollars to re- irreparably destroy my shins. <laughs> well, actually, most PSVR games are games that me- are the games that are meant to be played sitting down. You know what games? I, I don't want to play those games. I want to play like. Um, Oh, what's it called? I want to play uh, Job Simulator. Then you <laughs> want to buy. But I, I, VR in general, I'm not buying that until I can have a dedicated room that has padded walls. Yeah, yeah, that's something you're gonna want. Uh, like with the with the Vive, they have like the room scale thing. We actually like set up sensors in the corner of your room, so it essentially like, gives you a little box to play in. I want Job Simulator. I do want to get the PSVR at some point because I want to play the um, Psychonauts game that they have for PSVR. Oh, yeah, the Rhombus of Ruin. <sighs> I love Psychonauts, and I'm hoping that game is good. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Uh, so, continuing down the list for the pre-show, uh, they showed off um, the free update for Resident Evil 7, Not a Hero, where you play as Chris Redfield. It's also coming to VR. Uh, Dead Hungry, new VR game from. I know you're hungry, somebody. Dad. Just get on with the show. Let me double check this. I I know the studio, like the studio that made fucking Dead Hungry, is a bit of a thing. I think I'm pretty sure. Dad, somebody dropped. There we go. I'm back. All right, Q Games. I can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, yeah, I don't... Oh, yeah, Pixel Junk VR. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. It was Pixel Junk. Um, yeah, so Dead Hungry. Dead Hungry's weird. It's like Job Simulator, but with zombies. Essentially, okay. you're running, essentially that you're running like a food... Really yeah, essentially you're running a food cart, and a bunch of zombies come up to you, and you have to like fucking make food and chuck it at the zombies, and the zombies will go away after you feed them. Hot dog, sandwich, meatloaf, raw beef. Basically, yeah. 
Yeah. My favorite thing about uh, Job Simulator was the fact that if you ate rancid food, you would vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, so they also have Stifled, uh, a new horror VR game that is kind of like Perception. If you remember that coming, if you remember that game, it was the game where you're playing as a blind person to use like echolocation to see. Oh yeah, right that one. Yeah, this is a similar kind of thing where it is all done in like monochromatic lines, no no real detail or anything, like no real fucking fancy effects. It's just like wave goes out and you just see fucking like white lines. But any noise you make attracts monsters to you. <laughs> Which these weird fucked up like ground beef babies. <laughs> ground beef babies. Yeah, it kind of it's like a risk reward thing of like, all right, I want to be able to see where I'm going, but if I see where I'm going, monsters can find me easier. Walk, walk, walk. Oh, that's a wall, fuck. Yep. Uh next up, uh League of War VR Arena, the most mobile ass named game I've ever fucking heard of. Yeah. What do you put your uh, Android into your into the headset and then play? Uh, no, you put your headset on. Another person uses the controller, and you just fucking like throw tanks at each other. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen episode Ignis, uh, some spinoff thing about one of the of what what are the members of your boy band from Final Fantasy Fifteen? Yeah, each uh, each of the party members has their own little DLC adventure to compensate for the fact that you don't get to play as them in the main story. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, they showed off a bit of Invector, which is a game with uh, music by Avicii, which is essentially like amplitude or frequency or something, where it's just you are a ship on a track, and you have to hit notes in order to make music happen. Oh, is it kind of like... Oh, fuck, what's it called? Amplitude or frequency? There, there, no, it's a different game. It's an older game, though. I think it was on the PS1 or PS2. You played as a rabbit. White, and it was vector graphics. Jumping Flash? I don't remember the name, but I I really loved that game. I sucked at it, but I loved it. Now I'm going to look it up, see if I can't find it. You guys go on. I don't think it's Jumping Flash. It's something else. Anyway. Um, You know the game um, Ore? I think I'm pronouncing that right. And we lost Alex again. Yeah, so Ore, um, it is a it is a fucking gorgeous ass looking game. Like if you get a chance to look at the trailer, um O U R E. It looks fucking beautiful. But yeah, you're a little tiny kid who can turn into a dragon. And you fly around doing Probably. you fly around doing dragon shit. Cool, and if it's as pretty as you're saying it is, I might actually be, well, at least worth a look at. Yep, and then Splunky too. I know there was a, I know there was a bit of a groundswell around Splunky one. Another make another one of those. Then we get into the actual show itself. Vib ribbon, vib ribbon. Yeah, that's what it's fucking called. I love that game. Oh, I was terrible at it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. It is a, uh, it is like a. It is not on a is not on a horizontal track. Yeah. So anyway, uh, getting to the main show, uh, they started things off with a uh, Ghost of Tsushima, the new game from Sucker Punch, which is about samurais. 
Sucker Punch, for those that don't know, they were the developers of the Infamous series and the um, Sly Cooper series. Okay. Okay, I'm back again. They get more respect from me for Sly Cooper than for Infamous. Because I'm not a big fan of Infamous. I enjoyed them when I played them. But thinking back on them now, I'm like, eh. Don't get me wrong. They're okay games, but that's it. They're okay games. Yeah. Sly Cooper was a much better story. Yeah. So, yeah. Ghost Ghost of Tsushima, uh, they only really showed off a CG trailer. But it's about samurais. Cutting dudes up, doing samurai shit. What they do. That samurai shit, I don't know. Um, moving on, uh, Concrete Genie. This is one of the this is one of the few indie games that they have uh, showing off on this, and it is like you are a kid with a magic paintbrush who graffitis up the walls of the, your fucking shit ass city with magic graffiti monsters. Sounds awesome! Wow, it looks really cool, but I have no idea what the fuck the game will actually be. If they fail to deliver on that awesome premise, I will be so sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, after that, um, they showed off a bit of Erica, which is a FMV game on PS4. Which I kind of love. Like, what? It's, it's like live-action like live gameplay. Like like all the, like the game is actually live action, but they have to ch- like make choices, and then that chooses what scene they play next of the live action shit they recorded. We're talking like um, a la like Night Trap or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say Night Trap or Critical Path or something like that. Yeah, but made in 2017 with modern day filmmaking technology. Jeez, that is going to be so weird. <laughs> See, I thought that the novelty of that wore off a long time ago. It did not. No, see, that's the thing. It wore off, so now it's retro, so now it's cool. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, um, after that, Blood and Truth, a VR shooter, first-person shooter kind of thing, where you are a very British man out for revenge in Britain. I'm British. Uh, you were top hat. You are like Cockney ass. You are like Cockney murder British. So that okay. Like attack. Like if attack the block was a bit less cultured. Kingsman. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly, the character you're playing is would call somebody bruv. Bruv, I'm gonna shove my fist down your face, and you're gonna like it. All right. Sure. Uh, after that, uh, the first uh, they showed off the they showed off a bit of the first um, expansion pack for Destiny Two, uh, the Curse of Osiris, coming out December fifth. Wait, Destiny Two came out? Yes, it did. My roommate, who was super excited for it, got it, beat it, and then returned it. Ow! <laughs> that is. Not a lot of game. Nope. <laughs> That's Destiny, motherfucker. Little amount of game. If you had time to beat it and then return it. Yeah, so uh, after that, Monster Hunter World, uh, they showed off a bit, just like the in-engine footage for that. 
Uh, and they also revealed that you'll be able to play as Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn in that game. Which is really fucking weird. Huh. It's not something I would have expected. Yeah, and uh, apparently in that game you get like a weird cat sidekick, and in Aloy's case, that cat sidekick is a robot cat sidekick. Of course. Because, you know, Horizon. Also, if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, uh, you'll be able to access the beta for that game on December 9th. I believe. Uh, they showed us a bit of Call of Duty World War II, which comes out on Friday. Uh, they announced on Rush a new game from Codemasters, uh, which is a kind of more like yep. exaggerated cartoony like racing game. I actually have something I want to say about Call of Duty World War II. You can go right ahead. Say Your it. advertisement... Uh, this is directed at the people in charge of advertising. Your advertisement campaign suggests to me that all of those people that are getting their squads back together, everyone who was in their squad stopped playing Call of Duty because they thought the games were shit when they left World War II. <laughs> Your advertisement thing is saying to me. Because you know what? My squad is still together. <laughs> we just play different games. Hashtag squad? I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. On Rush, new Codemasters game. Kind of a more exaggerated cartoon-ish racing game. Like, it has like a bit more personality to it. And that's not just fucking super realistic driving. Super uh, realistic driving. Showed off um, CG trailers to Battlefront 2. Looks like Battlefront. It's Star Wars. Uh, that new Insomniac Spider-Man game. About that one. I'm curious about the uh, Battlefield one because they keep claiming, oh, it's got a new, better um, single player. And I'm like, mm, is it really? I'm curious. I think what they mean by new and better single player is a single player. I'm curious as to whether or not there is actually a single player is my thing. I, I, I mean, probably, but I feel like single player will be like one or two cutscenes and then just versus bots. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so uh, we got a bit more. Um, it's another CG trailer, but a bit more for the uh, upcoming Spider-Man game. Based on the trailer, it looks like there might be like some bits where you actually control Mary Jane. Okay, that's curious. Or at the very what least, do? or at the very least, Mary Jane is a bit more focused in the story because it is a like MJ and Peter kind of begin like digging into a conspiracy involving fucking Mister Negative. Uh, so we got another trailer for Detroit Become Human, uh, the latest game from Mister from Monsieur David Cage. You'll feel so many emotions. Yeah, this is the one about robots. And pretty much every trailer has kind of been the same for this game so far, where you have a guy or a character who you'll be controlling for a portion of that game, and they run through a scenario and run through it like 19 different ways. You can see all the ways the fucking path branches off, depending on what choices you make. And this time around, uh, we're focusing on a on our main robot lady, Kara. Uh, coming back to her house after she had to get a hard reset done on her. And 
relearning her place in the in the house and then also slowly gaining some amount of sentience as everything goes horribly wrong because she's being owned by a guy who feels like he shouldn't be able to afford a robot. Like he is in a pretty shitty house wearing a pre- wearing pretty shitty clothes with a pretty shitty haircut. But then his daughter's room is all right and he like fucking can afford a robot and it can afford to get a robot repaired on a repair job that takes fucking two weeks. It's a weird whole thing. Yeah, it's the fucking wow. Quantic Dream fucking song and dance of, hey, this game's going to be fucking emotional storytelling and you'll be able to get in, really invested with these characters. And then when the game actually comes out, it's a bunch of dumb bullshit that somehow is kind of racist to somebody. That involves like aliens or some bullshit. That's how all those fucking games go. Uh, saw, eh. Yeah, saw a bit more of the new God of War. Looks like God of War, but not. Uh, got a very small, very kind of pointless trailer for the for, for the first DLC pack for Horizon, the Frozen Wilds. Which, yeah, it looks like fucking Horizon button snow. Like, more so than there was in the original game. Oh, we got a new trailer for the updated PS4 version of Shadow of the Colossus. Like, I kind of don't want to... a few people will be happy about that. Like, I kind of don't want to play that game, but I kind of do, because, like, on the one hand, I gave up a bit on it, and, other, and on the other hand, it looks really fucking good. Like, again, watch that trailer. It is... Holy shit. It looks so fucking good. And then they wrapped up the show with a new trailer for The Last of Us Part 2, uh, which focused on a whole different group of characters, a whole different group of murderers that weren't Joel and Ellie. That will, that will based on the way they've been pushing them, have some level of story significance. So I guess we'll see with that. I really like The Last of Us. I want to see. I want to see where they can go with part two. Story was complete. Yeah, kind of, but like there, there's the world beyond just fucking Joel and Ellie. So there could be another story in there that that involves Joel and Ellie only tangentially. That could be why they're introducing this new group of people because it'll be like a fucking bait and switch, like fucking Metal Gear Two, Metal Gear Solid Two. Sorry, where you start the game thinking you'll be playing as Joel and Ellie, but they're actually playing as fucking Yara or whatever the fuck her name is. Playing is not riding. Yeah, and then you and then you get further, and you get a bit into the game, and you meet Joel and Ellie when they try to kill you. Interesting, because that's how Joel and Ellie do. That's how they say hi. They meet one person that they did. Uh, no, pretty much everybody they met, they pointed a gun at. Like there were some people that they. That like eventually didn't point their guns at, but pretty much everybody they meet firsthand is just guns out or knife out, one or the other. That's just how that shit works. When you're in the post-apocalypse and seemingly every person you meet is a murderer, 
It's best to it's best to greet people gun first. It's best. It's best to shoot first and ask questions never. Yeah, just it's not how pop- I play Fallout. I play Fallout by just talking to everyone. This, but yeah, and trying to peacefully resolve all conflicts. Last of Us isn't Fallout. Well, it's a it's another one of those types of games. Like it's a guy, bang. Same. Well, he kind of looked like a murderer. Yeah, let's go with that. He was a murderer. Yeah, I mean, look at that. He has uh, blood on him. That's probably somebody else's. I would yeah, agree with, with you if he had, if you hadn't just shot him. Yeah, come on. Look, that blood's like two inches. That, that, that speck of blood's like two inches away from the bullet hole. There's no way the bullet. No way the blood could have jumped that far. Spatter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, blood spatters for those fucking weirdos who destroyed the world. Blood splatter is no place in our new world order. Anyway, other news. Oh wait, wait, wait! I got, I have some news. Oh, do you? Yes. I'll go right ahead then. They, I finally, con- they confirmed, and by that I mean they didn't just have like a vague trailer. Shin Megami Tensei Four on Nintendo Switch. I cool. mean, sorry, five, <laughs> five on Nintendo Switch, and it, yeah, no, four was on 3ds. Yeah, and it's going to be a game they put actual graphical effort into, like Nocturne was. Holy shit! It's not just a cheap handheld. Holy shit! I know. It's it's almost like there's a game that just came out that they can reuse all the assets from. What game would that be? Are you talking about that new Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally that Call of Duty. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that engine just kind of goes out there. It's like fucking open source, right? Yeah. It's all built in Unity. You know, it's not like all the demon models are already in another game. Yeah, what? No, that they wouldn't do that. They ha- they'd have to remodel those things from scratch. And they and they've been waiting, you know, for like over a decade for some HD game to finally be released to give them all the demon models again because they couldn't use Nocturnes anymore. <laughs> <sighs> they definitely got their money out of that Nocturne engine. I think they made like ten games worth out of it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and uh, yes, all we all we really know is that it's going to be you know another post-apocalyptic nocturne-like game. With it's going to be Shimigami Tensei. Tensei. Yeah, it's going to be Shimigami Tensei Five. Catch it, fuckos. Yes, whenever it comes, I think, I think it's coming out sometime in 2018 on the Switch, which means I might have to get a Switch by then. Yeah, I. I've been keeping an eye out on the Switch on the fucking Amazon and stuff, and I think the price has begun to like drop, so I might start saving up for one. Also, weird thing, right before we fucking started this, went to Amazon, they have apparently updated their site and switched out their color palette, and it freaked me the fuck out. I thought my monitor was dying. But yeah, fucking Nintendo Switches are in stock on Amazon.ca for $400. Oh. That is reasonable. How many pieces could you get with that? Oh, uh, fuck, like 100 or so. <laughs> so so that'll, keep, that'll keep you for like a month at least. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy, the, I'll buy the thing brand banging new, play like three games on it, then sell it for 25 cents. Just make sure you play Shin Megami Tensei Five as one of those three games. I'm actually gonna get Zelda. Oh yeah, and Zelda. I guess Zelda's pretty good. Yeah. 
So anywho. That's it. New releases. We move on. Uh, fucking coming out this week is basically Call of Duty World War Two. That's about it. Like the most important game coming out. Yeah, unless you give a shit about at least give a shit about Dot Hack. All right, that too. Because the you. because the a remastering of the Dot Hack trilogy is being released as to celebrate the fifteenth anniversary of the series. Woot! Yeah. They actually did include a new game in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Dot Hack Gu Last Recode. Uh, has uh, Volume 1, Rebirth, Volume 2, Reminisce, Volume 3, Redemption, and the brand new volume, Volume 4, Reconnection. So, y'all into Dot Hack? Catch it, fuckos. Um, yes. I am so um, into Dot Hack. I was long um, ago. Yep, and then okay. next week, uh, the week of November 7th, uh, we got uh, Super Lucky's Tale. A weird fox... 3D platformer kind of thing. They used to be in VR, now isn't. Kind of PC and X-Bone. And then original DeviantArt character creator, Please Don't Steal, a.k.a. Sonic Forces. <laughs> so that's coming out next week. For some reason. So much. <laughs> it's coming to the Switch, PS4, PC, and X-Bone. Sonic Forces. And then, of course, the hottest release of the season, Farming Simulator 18, is coming to the Switch. Oh, no! I have to get a Switch now! (laughs) What the fuck? That's my phone, sorry. It's talking to me. So yeah, and then uh, Need for Speed Payback, new Need for Speed thing. On a PC, Xbone, PS4. You know, the huge. That's going to be over this week. Thank you all for joining us. We will be back in two weeks' time with an episode of the DestorProds.com video games podcast. In between now and then, though, we got shit coming out. All kinds of bullshit. Fuck, I don't know. Till then, I'm dead. I'm Caveman. Caveman. You can say Caveman goes second, and I'm Alex. I go third. Sorry, I I literally just, like, dozed off there for a second. And we will see you guys next time.